It is easy to lose our vision. It is so easy to permit time to crowd us, to become so busy in the affairs and the cares of this life, even in the work of the Lord, that we lose our vision of who Jesus really is. How careful we must be that we do not lose that first touch, that first love, that first sweet, precious communication with our Lord. That is what happened to the Hebrew Christians. This is a quote coming to you from the Hebrews Commentary written by Everett Fjordbach. In this broadcast, we are beginning a new series entitled A Glimpse into Hebrews. In 2024, we will look into several books of the Bible while highlighting certain passages characteristic of that particular book and especially relevant to our times. We will begin our teaching today with an introductory glimpse into the book of Hebrews, answering the questions, who is its audience? What is its message? What is its purpose? And what is its setting? Now, our main text will be found in Hebrews 12, 2, which says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Now, before going further in this podcast, I would like to read two quotes to you. The first one is from the Chronological Life Application Study Bible. This is what it said. Hebrews is a masterful document full of complex arguments and beautiful language. The message is that Jesus is better than any other religious figure. Christianity is superior and Christ is supreme and completely sufficient for salvation. It is a message that has timeless application. Then the second quote comes from the New Unger's Bible Dictionary. This is what it said. This magnificent epistle from the standpoint of doctrinal contribution and literary excellence, is in many ways without peer among the New Testament books. This book is of unparalleled importance in expounding the transition from the old Levitical economy to Christianity. It eloquently sets forth the foundation Judaism furnished Christianity in messianic type symbolized in prophecy. Okay, so we're coming to the the book of Hebrews, uh, looking at it as an intro. First of all, the title in the Greek manuscript was To the Hebrews. That was the title, To the Hebrews. This is the 19th book of the New Testament, and it's the most polished book in the New Testament. Now, the authorship this remains uncertain, but most say that it was Paul, and the reason being is that no one knew the Old Testament as Paul did. He understood the message of the cross 
as no one else. He understood the meaning of the new covenant and all other writers learned from Paul when it came to theology. Now another uh, fact that proves that Paul was the apostle or was the author uh, is this one. The different councils of the ancient past, the council of Laodicea, A.D. 363, the Syrian churches, A.D. 370, the council of Carthage, A.D. 397, they all accepted the authorship of Paul. And also he was named as the author in the Alexandrian manuscript in A.D. 500. I personally believe that Paul was the author of Hebrews. Okay, now looking at the, the book Hebrews, the key word is the word better, better, and it's found 13 times in Hebrews. Jesus is better than. He's better than the angels and the Old Testament mediators. He offers a better rest, a better covenant, a better hope, a better priesthood, a better sacrifice or blood atonement, and better promises. Hebrews also contains the foremost chapter in the Bible on faith. Hebrews 11 is the faith chapter, and Hebrews also warns about the dangers of apostasy more than any other New Testament writing. Now, the setting for Hebrews, uh, it's uh, the best option for the date is given as being mid to late 60s. This would be before the Romans destroyed the temple in 70 AD. And what was happening at the time, the Jewish Christians were probably undergoing fierce persecution socially and physically, both from Jews and from Romans. This letter was written primarily to Jewish Christians undergoing persecution and discouragement. That what was happening is they were considering a return to Judaism. They were on the verge of forsaking their faith in Jesus and turning back to their former Jewish faith because of the persecution and discouragement uh, because the way was so hard. And as was often true, when Christians faced persecution, the temptation was to deny being Christians so as to avoid the persecution. So these recipients to the book of Hebrews, they converted to Christianity from Judaism. And so they were being tempted to return to the Jewish faith and relative safety from persecution that being Jewish brought them. What they needed at the time, they needed to be reassured that Christianity was true and that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. So Paul strives here to strengthen their faith by carefully explaining the superiority and the finality of God's revelation and redemption in Christ. So the message that we can say, the major theme in Hebrews 
It's often expressed by the words better and great. What is better and great? Paul brings out that the superiority and preeminence of Christ is better and great. And that word better in the Greek is kriton, which means stronger, better, nobler, or best. And we see here that Hebrews was a book of comparisons and contrasts. Throughout its pages, you'll see the better things of Christ. The old covenant was glorious and powerful, but the new covenant in Christ is more glorious and more powerful. The old covenant was a shadow, but the new covenant is the substance. So here Paul compares and contrasts the person and the achievements of Christ with the Old Testament priesthood and sacrificial system. Not only is Christ incomparably greater and better than these, he is the ultimate realization of all they stand for. He is the perfect offering, or the perfect priest, I'm sorry, he is the perfect priest offering the perfect sacrifice. Let me say that again. He is the perfect priest offering the perfect sacrifice. He has finally removed the barrier of sin and given men access to God in a way the sacrificial system could never do. That was the copy, but Christ Jesus is the original pattern. That was the shadow, but he is the reality that men have been searching for. So we see the message of Hebrews is that Jesus is better than. And what Paul brings out is that Jesus is better than any other religious figure. It was true back then, and it's true today. And that Christianity is superior. The theology behind this is that the letter to the Hebrews emphasizes the person of Christ. It also emphasizes the finality of Christ's work. We see here that the sacrifices offered by the Jewish priests in the temple reminded the worshipers of sin. Every time they off, made an offering, they offered sacrifices. It reminded them of sin. But the sacrifice of Jesus removed the sin. The priests of Judaism repeatedly offered sacrifices that did not take away sin. But Christ's single offering of himself forever removed the sin that hindered fellowship with God. Here uh, Paul presented Jesus as the high priest who offered himself as the perfect sacrifice for sins. So Christ had superiority over every aspect of Old Testament religion. And understanding this principle could prevent these recipients, these readers, from abandoning Christ and returning to Judaism. The message that 
Paul brought from through the book of Hebrews is that in Jesus, the worshiper finds his priest, his altar, his sacrifice, his baptism, his paschal supper, his circumcision, and place of worship. Today we have people that are uh, holding on to baptism, infant baptism, saying, well, uh, I'm saved because I was infant baptized, or I'm saved because I take communion. No, that is false religion. It's in Jesus. Jesus is the, uh, the worshiper finds his baptism. In Jesus, you find your communion or your uh, Lord's Supper. In Jesus, you find everything. He is all in all. And Hebrews, the message of Hebrews explains that there was no more need for a priest to intercede before God on an individual's behalf. You don't need a priest to pray for you, to intercede for you. Jesus' death provided the believer with direct access to God's throne. It is Jesus and Jesus alone. He is the way to the Father. Hebrews brings out the superiority of Christ. And this relationship of Christianity to Judaism was a critical issue in the early church. So Paul clears up the confusion by carefully explaining how Christ is superior. He is superior to angels. He's superior to Moses and the high priest. And he shows that the new covenant is shown to be superior to the old. And this can be a great encouragement to us as well today and help us avoid drifting away from the faith in Christ, knowing that Jesus is superior. He is better than anything else, any dead religion, any dead church, any dead denomination. He's better than anything this world or the devil can come up with. The writer and Paul went to great length to demonstrate that Jesus and the Christian faith were superior to the Jewish faith. And also Paul, uh, in this book, he, uh, direct, uh, he confronted directly the recipients, uh, their fear of suffering, and he encouraged them to remain faithful in the midst of suffering. So we come to the purpose of the book of Hebrews. We saw the message. Now the purpose, the purpose of this book was to present the sufficiency and superiority of Christ. Oh, how we need this book today. How we need to read it and study it. It was written for a group of Christian Jews wavering between Christianity and Judaism. How many people are wavering today? Perhaps they're wavering between Christianity and the world. But here, Paul established the supremacy of Christ and Christianity. He made Jesus supreme in every verse of, of the book of Hebrews. He also, besides establishing the supremacy of Christ, 
he established the superiority of Christ over angels, Moses, Joshua, the Old Testament priesthood and ritual as no other book or epistle in the New Testament. So we see that Hebrews was uh, written for the main purpose to establish the supremacy of Christ and Christianity and to establish the superiority of Christ over everything else. Christ is superior. Christ is supreme. This is the message. And this is what, what will keep people, when you understand that, it will keep you from drifting, from wavering to some inferior substitute. So we come to our main text today. Knowing all this, we come to the main text, and you can see why Paul wrote in Hebrews 12, 2, he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus, not only as our example and our pattern, but also as our help, because he endured in order to obtain the crown. But that word looking there, looking unto Jesus, that word looking there means that you look off from those things that would divert or discourage you. You look off from other objects that uh, would try to uh, distract you. And, you know, we're apt to be discouraged by the difficulties of the way. But we cannot look at the difficulties or how hard the way is. This word here signifies a looking off from whatever would distract you. Keep your focus on Jesus. Look off from all other things. Looking unto Jesus. Now it's the Holy Spirit's work to turn our eyes away from self to Jesus. But it's the devil's work to turn our eyes from Jesus to self. That we're, we're saying things like, oh, I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. I don't have enough faith. I'm not strong enough. This is too hard. I can't do this. This is the work of Satan, to get your focus on yourself rather than Jesus. But Paul is telling us here, look away from all other objects and fix your gaze on one, the one who is superior, the one who is has the superiority. He's supreme. He is better than anything else. Focus on Jesus. The Erdman's Handbook to the Bible said, if we turn away from him, back to an inferior substitute, back to a proven failure, we lose everything. I wonder who I'm talking to today. Who's wavering? Who's thinking about going back to the world? The world is an inferior substitute. It's a proven failure. If you go back to the world, turn away from Jesus, you lose everything. And John Trapp's commentary said, the saints are your saints today. Saints have a single eye, an eye of adamant. 
which will turn only to one point, to Christ alone. The saints of God will keep their focus on Jesus. They will not turn away from him back to an inferior substitute. They know that they're only, when they turn from Jesus, they're only turning to proven failure. Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you to stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, A Glimpse into Hebrews. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>